Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network. Talking AT&T, we all want to be heard. And when you're not, it's frustrating. Even if it's something as silly as the sandwich shop forgetting the extra avocado you ordered. When no one listens to you, it's frustrating. That's why it's so refreshing that AT&T is hearing you and making changes. They're giving every single customer new and existing the same deal. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. Every day can bring changes, challenges, and opportunities that can also change your personal or business financial goals and priorities. As a true partner, Sandy Spring Bank can make it all a bit easier. Someone who really listens, understands, and then creates solutions in hard times and good times. We'll always strive to be your advocate, today and every day. That's real banking for real life and real business. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash real. Member FDIC. Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, yeah, I do. Man, God been good to me. Man, he been so good to me. Wow. And, 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 and you know why I say it like that, what makes it amazing, is because it's been in spite of myself. I mean, you know what I mean by that? I mean, I mean that he's been good to me in spite of all the craziness I've done, all the foolishness I've gotten myself involved with, and, and not only got, but knowingly got myself involved with, all 
of the stupid decisions I've made. Put all that to the side, and he's still been good to me. Bring it all and put it on the plate, and he's still been good to me. Man, that's amazing, man. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that could say the exact same thing. I mean, come on, man. I got you ain't famous. I got ain't nobody got no microphone in your face. I got nobody ain't got no spotlight on you. I got nobody ain't got no camera in your face. I got nobody probably ain't nobody blogging about you. But let me tell you something. If you break it down and be real about it, oh, you done done something outside the box. You done done something, ladies included. You've done something out the box. You woke up and went, what did I do that for? Oh, we've all done it. So with all that said and done, God still loves you, man. God still loves you, still wants the best for you, still considers you his child, and is and is willing, is willing, man, to show you your future. He is willing to show you your life. He is willing to let you take a peek at the blueprint. Man, that's an amazing God right there. Cause I don't I know I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. I'm glad it's him. You know, uh today, man, I want to encourage brothers out there. And when I say brothers, I'm talking to everybody that's of the male species. I don't care about your color. I really, really don't. I don't even have time for that in my day. I, matter, matter of fact, sometimes when you get to discussing race, I just get tired of it sometimes. So I just wish. You know, some, some days I just want to wake up and just do me. You know, I, I, I got what, what, what the skin tone is. I got that. But I just want to wake up some days and just go on about my business and do me. I don't want to have to deal with it. Sometimes I get tired of talking about the issues. Ain't going to make them go away, but sometimes I get tired. So today I'm talking to brothers, all the brothers of the male species. I'm talking about men. Today, man, if, if, if you ain't doing it all, if you're feeling empty, man, start today completing your, your process and your journey. And you know what I'm saying by that? If there's a part of you that's missing as a man, and 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 now, man, I'm talking to you. So you know, some ladies listening, but you know what I'm talking about. It's it's some part of you that's missing as a man. If you ain't really been in touch with your kids like you're supposed to, now for whatever the reason is, and please know, I do understand how sometimes women can use children as pawns. It happens all the time. I've been through it. I've been through it, man. I know what it feels like, man, to want to do something, but because you ain't got this or you ain't doing this, then I ain't going to let you have this. You got to fight through, fellas. You got to fight through. You got to fulfill your end of the deal. And I got how difficult they making it. I got how, man, it's going to come with some drama. But you got to fight through it. Because, man, we need fathers to be fathers. That's really what we need. If you're a man out there and you are a father of a child, we need you to do your job. We, I'm talking about the, our community, our situation, uh, us as a people, all of us. We need you to be a father, period. Now, hey, man, I ain't coming down on you. I'm, I'm just your boy. I'm your man. And I've I, I, I been in the same predicament and the same hole myself where I couldn't get to them. Uh, where they were used as pawns, where they they were told things about me that wasn't even true. I've been through it. Uh, you can't see them. You don't come over. Okay, okay, I got all that. You ain't sent this. You ain't, okay, hey, hey, got all that. If, if, if you can call them sometimes, tell them you're thinking about them. Tell them you love them. 
if you can get a letter to them, if you can get a message to your children through one of your relatives, start the process today. Be a father. It's your job. Now, because you ignoring him, or you acting like they ain't over there, or you done bagged them out of your mind because the situation got too difficult, I got that. I, I got that. But you got to step up and be fathers. You got to write a letter. You got to send the money. If she talking about if you don't send all the money, you ain't going to send. Send what you got. If she if taking it over there is too much drama, send it through a relative. Give it to a mama. Give it to a sister. Ask her to take it over there and do something for the baby. Because, okay, okay, you can't deal with the drama. I got that. And I know it's much to pay when you have to deal with that. Because I, clearly I know hell have no fury like a woman scorned. Please know I know that. Please know. And that's a real statement. That ain't no saying Steve got. That's that's the truth. So, but do what you got to do. Sometimes you have to apologize. Sometimes an apology goes a long way to your children. Just say, look, because I've made this apology before. Hey, man, look, I'm sorry. I wasn't there for you. I was out grinding and hustling, and I wasn't paying attention to you. And I should have been. And I apologize. Now, I imagine, man, there's days where you was telling people I was your father up at the school and they wasn't believing you. I apologize for sending you through that. But now, man, I tell you what, I'm, I made some mistakes and I got it together. I want me and you to move forward as father and son. I want me and you to move forward as father and daughter. I want to be in your life. Now, I ain't got a lot, but guess what? I know a lot. Because if you a man and you a father, please know you know something that child don't know. You have information. You have experience. That's all they need sometimes to have somebody to talk to. That daughter of yours just needs to know from her daddy, how should a man treat me, dad? What should I look for in a man? See, they'll take that information from you because they know it's coming from the right place. And then you know that your son needs you because you know how difficult it is if you're trying to be a man without your daddy. You already know how funky that is right there. So come on, man. Admit your mistakes and move forward. Call your kids. Write a letter. Get a phone number on them. Send a text. Drop a message. Send a note up to the school. Do something, man. If those of us that are fathers would just be fathers, I could shut the mentoring camp down. Now, I would say I apologize because I don't want you to think I'm coming down on you, but I've been through this myself. I ain't really coming down. I'm just reminding you. This is our job. These are our children. This is our responsibility. We are men. There is no excuses. You, you, don't, get, you don't get cut a break on that one. Sorry. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. 
For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals restrictions apply. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, animal trainers, parakeets, pigeons, buffaloes, tree-dwelling monkeys. Oh, uh, I'm covering everything. Yeah, it uh, sounds like much. Covering everything. Pork products. Uh, that's for Mississippi Monica. Um, chitlin eaters, vegans, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I will say this. I think that I have discovered that I have antibodies against COVID-19. And I'm only saying this because I think I have antibodies against it because of devouring chitlins for 38 years. I think my body built up an immune system that if you can eat chitlins for 38 years, nothing can come in here and affect me. I'm just making that a theory. It's not probably a fact. It's just something I came up with, you know. You know how you come up with something that, that's kind of stupid? You ever came up with a theory yeah. that was stupid? <laughs> that's my stupid theory of the year. Oh, okay. Gotcha. If you've eaten chitlins <laughs> for over 15 years, you can't get COVID. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah. I'm, <laughs> what? I'm going Shirley Strawberry. Uh, I don't know how to follow that. It's okay. Oh, don't worry morning. about it. Call yeah, it for real. <laughs> ain't What's nothing up? to you. You ain't even got to speak. Junior, you <laughs> feel me? What a big dog. Uh, Tommy, you with me? I'm with you, baby. Let's get yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Everybody in it know that that could be yeah. true. That could oh, be the chitlin eaters. <laughs> Man, taking that smell. Hey, does Popeyes have a food truck? I don't know. They got a hell of a lemonade, I tell you that. Yeah, I like their lemonade. I I do like their lemonade. They got a frozen cane lemonade or something. It's off the chain. Yeah, it's not too sweet and it's not too tart. It's just right. Mm -hmm. I never understood the debate between who had the better chicken sandwich, Popeye's or uh, Chick-fil-A. I never understood. I've never been to a Popeye's chicken sandwich, though. See, and that's what started this year. It all started with this chicken sandwich. <laughs> the went down. They went crazy after Because they went crazy. You're right, Carla. And after that. And then, you know, uh, the Popeye's commercial, I love the lady says, I'm, I'm experiencing some things here. Uh-huh. I like her. Uh-huh. But I cannot stand that dude when he go sitting there looking all special. Just, Why? Just too much, that damn That's too good. much about some chicken, ain't it? Yeah, man. <laughs> damn Get chicken, dog. <laughs> Sitting there looking all special. Oh. Yeah. Yes. He on. don't do all that. 
Chicken ain't that damn good. Your black ass off of there. Loving on that chicken like that. They were the same to me. What do what the girl and the guy? Uh huh. I looked No, the girls was genuine. Hers was genuine. He was trying to be on the commercial. <laughs> all right. Sitting all right. there looking all specialist. So what you going to bite it for then? All right, look. Coming up in 32 <laughs> minutes after the hour, Steve, your favorite segment, Ask the CLO, right Ready after Ready to this. go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, everyone is really loving your advice uh, during your favorite segment, Ask the CLO, uh, Chief Love Officer. So let's get to it, Before we do that, okay? Shirley, I have uh-huh. to ask you, did I, did I do anything that was good and ignorant yesterday? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, anything. Sure. How about everything? Everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, I'm back to normal now. I'm going to try to help somebody. Oh. Oh. If if you insist. All right, go ahead. All right, this one's from Susanna in New York. She says, last night, my son told me the funniest thing I'd ever heard about his auntie. It's his father's sister, and she's very heavy-chested, and she wears really good bras. So they're always up high at attention. My son is six, and his auntie likes to give him a big old bear hug. Uh, Well, last night, he told me that he hates it when she grabs him because his face ends up in her bra, and he said it is always mm. musty in there. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he, wants, it? he wants me to tell her to stop hugging him. Um, I will tell her to stop hugging him, but should I tell her why? Should I? Well, first of all, you started this off wrong. You said, my son said to me the funniest thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. That's not the funniest thing we've heard. <laughs> Just wanted to point that out. <laughs> no, it wasn't that damn funny. <laughs> so sure. I was disappointed as the story unfolded. Oh, it's a letdown. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's the funniest thing I've ever heard. I went, oh my God, this is going to be good. Uh-huh. It's musty in there. Well, you know, he's six. Uh-huh. <laughs> that ain't the mustiest thing you've ever smelled. Either. <laughs> so it's a lot of disappointment wow. in this whole setup. So I really don't have no advice for her or the damn six-year-old. You're going to get hugged whenever her big ass want to hug you. How about that? That's what's going to happen to you because you six. You know how many times I had to hug relatives I didn't want to? Mm-hmm. You're going to be getting them some. same hugs till you about 12. <laughs> but don't she need some powder up there? Won't that no, she going to get big. Bigger, dog. This is where she no at more. now. Uh-huh. Yeah. She gonna swell. She only gonna get bigger. And you can't put powder in your cleavage and show it at the same time. Because <laughs> there's somebody here. No more. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it's not good <laughs> for you. No. Uh, okay. Uh, so you heard so them she... two talking, so mm. you can't do that. <laughs> mm. I'm just they oh, saying. Oh. Oh. Uh, y'all two, y'all <laughs> have something to say about it. <laughs> and I just noticed, yeah, you know, these two said, don't put no powder her. in there because it's going to cake up. It's going to look like cornstarch on a baby diaper if you take it off. All right, Corky. Y'all don't wear powder no more? What happened to powder? No, come on, let's go, Tommy. They don't wear powder. Tommy. Don't start that. Nobody That's Charles. Wears powder yeah, nobody. It's, it's, okay. yeah. Tommy, Tommy it's if bad. you ask direct questions, you're walking up on some charges. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Look at your uncle coming to your rescue. All right, this is from Corky in Charleston, South Carolina. 
Corky says, my fiancé treats me like a queen, but I need him to try one thing for me. He has strong Christian values, but he finally gave in, and we've been having premarital sex. I feel like if we're going to have sex, we should do everything. He won't do everything, though. I've put chocolate sauce on it, worn edible cherry-flavored underwear, and he still says he's not going down there. I do it for him. So what's the problem? Uh, is there something that uh, <laughs> you think he will consider doing after we get married? Let me explain Wow. Were you disappointed in... Wait, wait. Were you disappointed in that uh, letter? Uh, I that have question? an answer for her. Okay. First of all, Corky want to get quirky. So let's just start there. <laughs> Corky want to get quirky. <laughs> now, I don't listen to me. I know every boy has said when he first found out about that, he would never do that. Every boy has said that when they first yes, found that. Ugh, I ain't gonna do that. Yeah. My brother told me, keep living, fool. <laughs> <laughs> he said, quit saying what you ain't gonna ever do. <laughs> My brother told me, he said, boy, you don't understand how good it is. <laughs> <laughs> Answer do, her question do, and move on. Do you do you this enjoy your down. job? Do you enjoy working uh, here? Because you won't be. You keep it up. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so anyway, <laughs> I don't know how old you are, ma'am. But like I said, every boy has said it when they first heard about it. Ugh, I ain't gonna do that. Every boy I know that ever said it, done done it. Checkmate. Yeah. Look for it. Hold okay. tight. There you go. Okay, I think you've answered that sufficiently. Thank you. Moving on. He gonna uh, have on a minor okay. hat with a just, light on it. Did you just yes. hear what I said? We are moving oh. on. Uh, Reece, finish. Tommy, be quiet. Reese in Lansing, Michigan says, all my life. <laughs> All I my life, I've been, yeah, had to fight. <laughs> All my life. Jodeci, Jodeci Jr. All my life, I've been a hard sleeper. And I used to wake up mornings and my husband would have slept on the couch all night. Well, last weekend I had a stomach ache, so I was up in the middle of the night. My husband wasn't in bed or in the den. I looked outside and he was sitting in a woman's car. He jumped out and told her to drive off. <laughs> what? His pants were unzipped and he said it was a coincidence and she was a former co-worker that needed advice. What do you think would have gone down if I hadn't walked out when I did? It was 2.30 a.m., by the way. Should I believe him? <laughs> well, good thing your stomach was towed up. Or you'd have never found out. <laughs> right. See, behind every pain, there is a little gift. So your stomach was just towed up. You trying uh -huh. to go to the bathroom, you look outside, he's sitting in the car with a woman, giving advice with his pants down. Mm. They were just unzipped. <laughs> I've given advice with my pants down too. Lots of it. Yes. You sure they were weren't instructions unzipped. and not advice? She said unzipped. Right there. Right there. Yeah, right there. Right there. Right Sound like it was instructions and not advice. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. Thank you, I think, C O O. Oh my life.
right, coming up, coming up next, nephew Tommy's run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with more of today's national news. Plus, in trending news, Uncle Ben's and Mrs. Butterworth's will follow Aunt Jemima by phasing out racial stereotype logos. We'll talk about it all at the top of the hour, but right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. Well, let's go down to the church. Mm-hmm. The preacher's wife. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you got to prank them, too. The preacher's wife. What's going on down to the church? Get it cracked. Let's go, Kat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Sister Angela. Sister Angela, please. This is she. How you doing? My name is Brother Clayton. I'm, I'm calling you from uh, Greater Baptist Church. How you doing this morning? Oh, I, I'm fine. I'm fine. Good to hear from you, brother. Yeah, listen, I, I know that um, your husband, Reverend, uh, Reverend Jonathan, is actually uh, one of the candidates that we may be choosing to be our pastor since yes. our past pastor has stepped down. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of my husband. Um, uh, I think he'll make a very good candidate, as a matter of fact. Here at the church, we've been asking a lot of the deacons and, and, and um, assistant uh, uh, ministers here have been asking different questions, different things that they would be doing once they uh, became pastor. You know, like your first 100 days, what would you try and change here at the church or try and make better, okay. so to speak? Yeah. Did, did but, you but what speak we... to my husband? He's not here right now. Did you need to speak to him? No, not right now. What what we decided to do, uh, uh, Sister Angela, is actually call the wives and ask them a few questions. Oh, okay, that's a little different. Uh, sure. And we don't we don't want to take up too much of your time. You know, a, a lot of times, uh, if a pastor is stressed at home, nine times out of ten, he's likely to be stressed at the church. So, I, I guess my 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 biggest question to you is. Is your husband stressed at home? Uh, no, not that I know of. I, he eats regularly. He's on a good diet. You know, he gets his, goes to the doctor regularly, gets his physical. Um, he's pretty good at home. I don't have a reason to believe that he's stressed. But I, he certainly hasn't brought anything to my attention. Okay, not, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think you follow me, Sister Sister Angela. What I'm saying is, is, is he stressed? Behind closed doors, is he stressed in in that fashion? Um, I'm not. I'm not too sure. I follow you. You say behind closed doors. What is? What exactly did you mean by that? Is, is he is he stressed? Uh, uh, in, in in y'all's relations, is he stressed? Are you asking me about my personal business, brother? Well, what I'm saying is if he's stressed at home, he'll be stressed at the church. And if he's stressed at the church, then the members are stressed. Then the congregation is stressed. Um, So the stress starts with you. uh, Excuse me? If if you are making sure that he's all right at home, he's going to be all right at the church. Um, I'm sorry, brother. What what was your name? Brother Clayton. Brother Clayton. I appreciate Uh you um, conducting whatever interviews you guys need to conduct with the candidates' wives. Uh, I do think that's pretty much personal territory, and I really don't want to answer those kind of questions. It's, it's, it's not personal, Sister Angela, when there's so many other people involved. See, that's why I'm asking you the question, is your man stressed behind Brother Clayton, clo- I could assure you yes. that my husband is not stressed at home if I get your drift. 
Okay. He is not stressed behind closed doors, brother. And I would appreciate you if you don't call with these kind of questions. Are you asking other candidates why these kind of questions? Well, uh, I was the one uh, 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 dedicated to call to give you a call, and that's the question that I decided to come up with because I want to know if a man is going to be stressed because if he's going to have tension at, at the church, then, then the congregation is going to have tension, the church is going to have tension, and the church cannot brother move Clayton. forward in the direction on which brother we're Clayton. going. My mm-hmm. husband and I have been married 25 years, and they've been 25 good years, if you get my drift, okay? Oh, he is okay. not stressed at home. And whatever goes on at home, my husband has sense enough not to take it to the church. That is not something he's going to do. So you don't but have see, to that, worry that, about anybody else being stressed at the congregation, in the pulpit, nowhere, okay? We no, have our stuff together at home, and I appreciate it if you don't ask me those kind of questions. Now, you can find something else to ask me. But sometimes a, 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 a woman does not realize that, that her husband is stressed. You understand? You, there, there's a possible way that you don't know that he's stressed. Brother so Clayton, how can you get... Huh? Let me get your phone. As a matter of fact, let me get your full name. What's your first name? Uh, let's just go with Brother Clayton right now. And could you please answer this question? How can you guarantee that he is fully not stressed? Brother Clayton? I'm <clears throat> calling the Lord real quick. Hold on. Brother Clayton, I'm an honorable woman. I'm just, I'm a woman who stands by my man, okay? But you okay, are asking okay. me some questions that's uh, very personal, very private, very confidential. You are asking me questions that, that, that are a question of the sanctity of my marriage, okay? My husband is not stressed. And if I need how, to be uh, real clear, be... I don't send him away from my home stressed, okay? How do you not? I know. But what are you doing to make sure that it's less stress? Brother Clayton, I'm about to end this phone call, okay? Now, if you... I'm not no, we're not going to end this question. phone call until that we know. We, I need to know that Reverend Jonathan is not stressed at home. They put, they assigned me to talk to you, and that's so what, what I'm going to do, and I, I'm going to leave. Okay, he is not stressed. I don't know who told you that. The man is not stressed. Is he acting stressed around you? He's you, not acting he, stressed he, at home. I bet you... I bet you he's stressed because you're stressing me right now. Now, we're both stressed out. How can we understand that that man is not Brother, stressed? That, that's the end of this conversation. Do you understand me? Give me your full name right now. Give me some intimate details, and then the I'll line, give you my Brother, number. You I have ju- crossed the line. You wait till my husband gets here. If this is going to cost him a candidacy, then this so be it. We'll find another church. I'd have some choice words for you right now. Ooh, Brother Clayton. I will give you my name right now. Right Do you have yes, a pen? Yes, I'm going to write it right now. The letter N, N is in Nancy. Nancy. E, mm-hmm. P. You're moving slow. What? I know how to spell now. Talk up faster. N-E-P-H-E-W. What kind of name is that? Nephew. Your name is Nephew Clayton? My name ain't Nephew Clayton. My name is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your husband, Reverend Jonathan. Hold on. <laughs> said this is nephew Tommy. <laughs> this is oh nephew Tommy. Oh my god. <laughs> From the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your oh. husband got me to prank phone call you. Oh Lord, I'm gonna kill that. Oh Lord, I don't mean that. I don't mean that. Oh my god. Lord, y'all didn't trust me. Y'all didn't trust me this morning. I can't believe I let him get me. You know, I have heard these pranks before. I Oh my God. Tommy, I will tell you, if this was 25 years ago, brother, I cussed up a storm. I'm so glad I'm a saved woman. <laughs> well, listen, oh. listen. Can I ask you one more thing? Yes. What is the baddest radio show in the land? 
Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> I just want to make sure she's taking care of Pastor at the house. Uh-uh. He don't need to be stressed. You understand? Yeah, you, you need to keep make sure, make sure you relax him. That's all I'm saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what? This yeah. show. You know, you're gonna be the first lady. You need to step up and do your job. He don't need to be stressed. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and some national news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend. The one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly the TV's on sale. They drive around town and boom, suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there. It's a great feeling when things go your way. And now AT&T is giving everyone that I just lucked out feeling every day. Good things shouldn't only favor the few and AT&T gets this. So they're making a big change in giving all of their customers both new and existing the same great deals. That's right. All. New customers, existing customers, that means everyone, everybody, everybody. Whatever big, juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. Well, we all know that Pepsi announced it is retiring the 130-year-old Aunt Jemima brand and logo. Uh, Pepsi, Pepsi make Aunt Jemima. Pepsi make that? Yeah, Pepsi Pepsi Co. Co. I didn't know uh, that. Uh, Pepsi-Co. Mm-hmm. Quaker Pepsi- Oats and all that. Yeah. Pepsi announced they're working to make progress toward racial equality through several initiatives and take a hard look at their brand's portfolio. Wow. About time. Uncle Ben's is also changing its brand identity. Uncle Ben's picture is a beloved chef from Chicago. I didn't know that. However, the the, uh, imagery evokes a servant title that white Southerners once used uh, and an uncle for older blacks because they refused to say Mr. and Mrs., and then finally, Mrs. Butterworth says it would conduct a whole branding and packaging review. So there you go. So Miss Butterworth is changing too? Mrs. Butterworth, Mrs. Butterworth, mm-hmm. uh, Uncle Ben's, and Aunt Jemima. Now, the Aunt Jemima. Mm-hmm. I understand that one. I understand <laughs> that one. The Miss Butterworth, I didn't never feel no kind of way about that. But I'm just going to tell you right now. If you take Uncle Ben off the rice, I'm not buying another damn box of it. Well, you want Uncle Ben on there? No. Uncle Ben ain't making no money. White man, it's going to be river rice or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Riley rice. Well, I'm not buying it. Yeah. I'm with you, Uncle. Uh. And yeah. what, did they say what name they gonna change? Ain't your mama too? No, if it ain't Aunt your mama, what is gonna be? They're re- yeah. they're reviewing everything now, so yeah. we'll know. Not, it's gonna I'm be Aunt even. Claire. <laughs> we'll know when they repackage and rebrand. Cause I'm not mm. ready for log cabin yet. I'm not ready for that. Oh, log cabin huh? syrup. Oh, that log cabin syrup. I'm not putting that on my pancake. No, I ain't changing to that. No. I used to eat that when I was little. So they're gonna take off the Miss Butterworth, Angel uh-huh. Mom, Angel Mom. I don't know. 
She the syrup, like the, the pancakes, she everything. What the, I didn't like the, 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 the ribbon on your head, the knot in the front. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But then the they scarf. they took that, yeah. And yeah, then they, they, they did her hair. She had a nice walk. He said, I ain't like the oh, ribbon. Yes. <laughs> they took that away five years ago. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Got her hair tied up like she Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> but it used to be like that, yeah. But yeah. then they, they took her hair time. down and, and gave her a nice hair, a nice dude. I wonder if the colonel knows Aunt Jemima. Nice bomb. You think them two know each other? Well, that's a whole nother story. That's, that's a, a that's whole a, nother story. That's yeah. another <laughs> yeah. protest in itself. Right. Because you, you stole that chicken. We okay, do know that. Yeah. I'm a great southern yeah, man. I've been making mm-hmm. chicken. Nah. That was chicken his, is my life. His maid, right? He stole the maid's re- the cook's recipe. I did not steal mm. the <laughs> recipe. These seven <laughs> spices, I've known this for a long time. <laughs> Long time. What about what quiet about as it's kept? Mm-hmm. I'd been dating. You know what? No. <laughs> you been what? All right. Yeah, What'd you say? Move on. I'm getting ready to move I decided on right I'd better not expose <laughs> that true fact. No. Because we're in the climate we're in today, yeah. I didn't think that would be the right thing to say with all this going on with relations today. I don't, even think, yeah. I don't think you could do this voice in this climate. Yeah. You need to go. I'm doing it. In other news. Well, damn it, uh, it's done. And we dated. Now that's out. In other news, Pharrell showed up at a press conference in his home state of Virginia. He wanted to announce Juneteenth as a paid state holiday. With Pharrell by his side, Governor Ralph Northam uh, spoke about the significance of June 19th. Northam tells the Daily Press that Juneteenth matters because it says to the black community, this is not just your history, this is everyone's shared history, and we recognize it together. And we'll be Mm. back. We got some headlines. Go ahead, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, my mother used Carolina. She used Carolina rice. Okay, this is Antrip with the news. An now fired Atlanta police officer who shot and killed 27-year-old Richard Brooks uh, last Friday. His name is Garrett Rolfe. He's been charged with 11 counts, for including felony murder and assault with a deadly weapon. He's expected to turn himself in this morning. And the other officer on the scene, Devin Brosnan, is charged with aggravated assault and violations of the oath of office. The shooting took place during a sobriety check at a Wednesday's Wednesday parking lot and Fulton County uh, says that authorities miss say Mr. Brooks was kicked and uh, denied medical care as he lay dying after they shot him in the back. DA Paul Howard says it's unfortunately just the latest in a long long grim line of cases. Unfortunately this marks the 40th prosecution of police officers for misconduct uh, here in our county and this is the ninth time that we've prosecuted a homicide case committed by a police officer. Uh, Eight of those cases involved uh, black males, and one of those cases involved a black female. This morning, several Atlanta cops called in sick. According to the latest Quinnipiac University poll, a majority of American voters, 68% to 27%, feel that discrimination against black Americans is a serious issue in this country. Also, 67% of those asked support the protests, while 28% say they do not. Most of the 28% are Republican voters. Again, we're being reminded of police brutality against minority non-white populations, a problem in many places in the world. Australia has been seen as several Black Lives Matter protests 
protest now. Uh, Aboriginal activists took to the streets of Brisbane early this week, demanding an end to the police killings of Indigenous people and other people of color in Australia and their arrest. Joe Biden campaigning in Pennsylvania yesterday criticized President Trump over his handling of the coronavirus pandemic. Biden says Trump's not focusing on the nation's health, despite the fact that COVID-19 death tolls are climbing. 750 fathers and mothers, sisters and brothers, uncles, aunts, husbands, wives, children dying every day. More than 20,000 a month. Joe Biden says that while it's great that the job numbers are rebounding, he says he's worried that what he sees as a, quote, lack of focus and plans from the White House could leave more people vulnerable to infection and death. Finally. And the Oscar goes to. Uh, 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 not yet. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts has announced that the 2021 Oscars ceremony is being pushed back this year from February 28th to April 25th. Due to, you guessed it, the coronavirus pandemic, of course, that'll be in 2021. The film industry is really suffering because of this. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ex-Atlanta police officer Garrett Rolfe, who shot and killed Rayshard Brooks, uh, has been officially charged with murder. And his former partner, Devin Brosnan, has agreed to testify against him. Fulton District Attorney Paul Howard announced 11 charges against Garrett Rolfe, including multiple acts of aggravated assault and felony murder. The district attorney made it clear that he does not believe that Officer Rolfe feared for his life and that he had a cordial conversation with Rayshard for 41 minutes before killing him. Uh, the other officer, Devin uh, Brosnan, has been charged with aggravated assault and and he is on videotape seen stepping on Rayshard's shoulder uh, as the man was dying. And uh, he's also charged with failure to render aid. Uh, he is cooperating with the investigation. Uh, that press conference also showed that um, Rolf kicked uh, Rayshard um, Brooks I'm as well. Hard yeah, he kicked him. After he shot him. Mm -hmm. After he shot him, exactly, Steve. After he shot him. Yeah, that was a. Oof. Lord oof. have mercy. Yeah. During the press conference, after uh, every you know, after the uh, everyone spoke, the the wife came up, Rashard's wife, and and one of the reporters asked her, "How does she feel knowing that? Because this was new information to everyone." And she said, "You know, it hurt me. It hurt me deeply." She started crying. She said, "I can imagine what he was feeling at that time." This is her husband. She said that, and she just started crying and crying. And I mean, it was so just heartbreaking to see this woman up there feeling, you know, what her husband was feeling in those last moments of his life, you know, yeah. just, just, uh, it was, uh, it's hard I to mean, just. Listen, you know, uh, all of us are sick about mm -hmm. all of this. Mm -hmm. yeah. The sad it's part about so... it is, it's nothing new. Yeah, that's true, Steve. That's it's true. just, this is the most time that I've seen them on television since the civil rights movement mm -hmm. spend any amount of time such as this discussing race. Yeah. And this yeah. is the longest protest I've seen with non-African Americans involved concerning racism. Mm -hmm. So there is an upside to this, even in its darkest moments. And this yeah. is a dark time, but I think it's gonna be a pivotal moment in our history. And I think just like the election of Barack Obama was a pivotal moment that I thought would never happen in our in lifetime. my lifetime, mm -hmm. I think that this is another one of those pivotal moments. Yeah.
I really, I feel, really feel that You way. do mm-hmm. feel like some kind of change. Change yeah, in I, the I, air. Something yeah. is going something. to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to start at the polls. Yes, we do, sir. Yes, yes we, we do. do, buddy. All right, coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, let's switch gears. Uh, let's laugh a little bit here. Um, the question is, uh, we're going to ask this. What was your most awkward dad moment? We'll talk to the guys right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Father's Day is this Sunday. Is yeah. it? I, I didn't even know that. Okay, is. Father's Day is this Sunday. So why, uh, why y'all don't never know when it's Father's Day? Why is it so y'all miss that? I mean, I Tommy, knew. No, Tommy, I knew. We don't no. get the credit <laughs> that mothers <laughs> get on mother. No, our day is so raggedy. In my defense, I've never had a father. It's, it's so damn raggedy. <laughs> Ah, dang. Now, you get dinner reservations anywhere. <laughs> no wide open. No waiting. Uh-uh. All right, here we go. Father's Day is this Sunday. So our question to you guys is, have you ever been caught in, like, an awkward moment with your dad? Uh, and, and if so, what was it? Or as a dad with your kids, did you laugh Both. about it? Or, yeah, or do you guys uh, never talk about it? Go ahead. Hurry up, Steve. Yeah, come on. Steve, and or you want to go last? Tommy, go first. I go, I go first. Go. Uh, Let me see. Oh, my son. My Uh son. My son just turned nine. But when he was six, we, uh, you know, a bunch of people at the house. And he, we, we, you know, we're trying to have dinner. So, you know, you know, he wants to do the prayer. So I'm like, cool. He didn't done this prayer before. Uh He do something completely left field. Uh-huh. Uh, this is a prayer I heard my mama do. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Oh, baby. Amen. I'm looking at this oh, mama. Are you freaking kidding me right now? <laughs> you black. You gonna get like your ass whooped when these people leave us. <laughs> what did they do, Tommy? What did oh they do? Oh my god. Oh, they fell out laughing, but um, you know me and his mama looking at him like, what you? Oh my god, you just embarrassed the mess out of us, man. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, amen. Amen. <laughs> As a father or with your dad, we'll take either one. I used to work construction with my father. Uh, okay. And uh, I hated it. I hated the lunches he made because he would get up and just make a lunch and thought I would just be okay with it. I hated sardines for lunch. Uh-huh. I mean, it's hot out here. We've been oh, working God. all day. And we finna open up this hot-ass can with this oil in it. <laughs> Man, these stank-ass sardines, these damn crackers. Sitting up in here. And I was eating the sardines one day, and he said, Boy, you don't like your sardines? And so... I was about in 11th grade, 12th grade. Uh-oh. So I decided to tell the truth. Oh, I said, wow. uh, well, daddy, not really. Mm-hmm. Now, we had just started eating lunch. Now, all we got is sardines. Uh-huh. We on a construction site that's just in the middle of a field somewhere uh-huh. building something. I don't even know what it was. I, he said, boy, you like your sardines? I said, no, not really. He just leaned over and slapped them out my hand. Now, the sardines is in the dirt now. Uh, <laughs> now, we in the middle of nowhere. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> That's all you got. <laughs> no. I just said I didn't like him. I didn't say I didn't want him. <laughs> and you just slapped him out my hand. Uh-huh. And he just kept eating his. <laughs> and, it, and, and you know, we, he didn't have a thermos, so he would put ice water in a mason jar, fill it up with Kool-Aid or drink, and then wrap it in a lot of paper and put masking tape on it. And that kept it relatively cool. Okay. And he just drank his whole drink. Uh-huh. He never mentioned it to me. So we riding home, uh-huh. and uh, he said, you hungry? <laughs> and I thought about that. I said, I said, oh, okay, well, let me think this out because I better not say what I said before. Uh-huh. He said, you hungry? I said, no, sir, I'm fine. He said, how the hell you ain't hungry? You ain't ate nothing since breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm still thinking of what I'm supposed to say to him because what I want to say yeah. is your black ass knocked it out of my hand in that damn dirt with your dirty ass trying to teach me a damn lesson. <laughs> so I knew I couldn't say that. So I no. said, well, no, I'm fine. She pulled over at McDonald's. He said, why don't you get yourself something to eat, boy? Oh, he felt bad. Aww, <laughs> yeah. That's so sweet. He felt bad. That was the most loving moment we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, though, Steve. That was a teachable moment right there. All right, listen. Coming up, Nephew Tommy is in the building here, right here, with the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, is my husband openly cheating on me? Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Okay, but uh, we'll get into it. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? We got something to go right along with that, Shirley. What? Right along with that. What? Condom cleaners. Oh, no. Condom Cleaners, baby. Way too much. Yeah, this one right here tugs at my heart. Fellas, all y'all out there that's buying them pack of threes, you ain't going to use but one. Throw them other two out the window. We're trying to save something. Oh, I'm out the window. I'm just trying to be helpful. I'm asking. I'm just saying for a friend. That's okay, all. well, you need to my stop. Bad. Yeah, because you all you in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got to hear this. Let's go. Cat dog, come on. Hello? Hello, uh, I'm trying to reach Tamika. Tamika. This is she. How you doing? I'm um, I'm Brad from um, Quality Cleaners. I'm the manager over here. Uh huh. Listen, um, did you, did you bring some clothes in this morning? Uh, no, I I didn't bring anything in to you this morning. Okay. Well, listen, we we got an order that was dropped off this morning here. Uh, it's a couple suits, uh, some business shirts and a, a few other things, but there's actually been some articles actually left in the clothing. So we oh, wanted my to... my husband probably brought that down. Okay. He, well, he, he, he there, dropped there, it off this morning? It was dropped off like around 7 this morning, but we got, it's got, a, it's worth, it's like about 100 bucks cash in the pocket. There's a couple uh, business cards. Uh, there's there's a cup link here. I looked all over. There's only one cup link, and then there's two condoms in here, so... I wanted to see if you guys wanted me to put this in a plastic bag or something and have it, have it well, for you. Can, can you repeat what was in, left in there again? Well, we, like I said, we got a, uh, it's like right at 100, maybe 105 bucks of cash. Uh, there's a business card from an insurance company. There's another mm-hmm. business card for, um, uh, what is this? This is, um, get, what else was left? Right, right. I'm trying to tell you about all the business cards. I don't. I'm not interested in the business card because you said something else. Okay, no, there's a cuff link that we can't and we can't find the other cuff link. 
if it's here, we're, we're looking all over the bag to see if we can find it, but we don't see that either. What, what else is in his pocket? Uh, like I said, you got a you got a hundred dollars in here. There's some. Uh, no, I need no, 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 no. You had said something to me. The, now I oh, need you to the, say. There's some, yes, there's business cards. There's a, a insurance card. Some the business the, cards. You said something else. A cufflink, ma'am. There's a cufflink in here that we can. Uh, the cufflink. I mean, I don't know you said something else. Oh, oh, okay. What well, the last? The, we, there's two condoms in here. Hello. What did the f- did you say? Uh, that, like I said, there's a hundred dollars in here. There's no, some business. That. Did you say? Did you say there was some condoms in there? There's two. There's two uh, extra large there's condoms two. in here. Hello. So, I'm here. I'm. I'm just trying to digest all the stuff that you had just said that that was in my husband's pocket. Now, are you sure that this is my husband, Chris? Chris. Uh, well, it has. Uh, I mean, maybe you know the items, ma'am. This is there's a there's a gray suit. There's also a solid blue suit that that, that sounds fam- that sounds familiar, but I'm not understanding well, what, what you a, just the, the trying to tell number, me. That was some condoms. The phone that number that I the phone number that I called the number that's attached to this actual order. So I mean, I, this is the number we have on file. Is this is this his number or your home number or your, was your sale? What what number is this? <sighs> This is our house number. Okay, I, I this, just don't believe, you know, what what you're telling me because we just celebrated our uh, our, our anniversary last week, and this is. Uh, what what I mean, what's what's wrong, man? What's wrong? Well, first of all, we married and we never used condoms, and then you up there calling me talking about he got condoms left in his suit coat pocket. I, I'm not understanding. Okay. Oh, well, I know he ain't cheating on me. Well, not, not, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, you know, they could have been there. For- well, why else why he would have candles in his pocket? That just don't make any damn sense. If we marry and we don't use condoms, why the f*** would he have condoms in his pocket? Uh, I, I don't know, ma'am. You'd have to talk to Chris about that one. My, I guess my main reason is that you want me to... Well, wait a minute. I wanted to know, did you did you clean anything yet? Did you clean the suit? Or no, his, no, his we haven't yet? cleaned it. I just I just start okay. sorting stuff and I, I, you know, I, I don't want you I don't want you to clean a thing and all those articles that that you said I want you to put it. <sighs> I want you to I want you to put everything including them damn condoms. I want you to put it in the bag. I want you to put it in the bag. Don't clean nothing, because okay. I'm going to come up there, and I'm going to pick everything up. Okay. I, I I mean, I'll be here all day. Like I said, my name is Brad, and I'll be here if you want me to um, if you want me to uh, put them to the side. I, I, I won't clean them. I'll just put them to the side, and I'll leave them in the same laundry bag he had when he dropped them off. I'm going to Chris up. I don't believe this I didn't gave this all the good years of my life, and he's going to turn around and cheat on me. You make sure you don't clean up thing, because I'm going to see inside all that my damn self. You put all that in the bag, I'm going to call my job and let them know I'm not coming in today. I'm going to get okay. caught. Slow down. I don't want you to get, get too hysterical. I mean, you know, you're getting a little irate. Are you okay? I'm I'm, 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 I'm going to be all right. I am going to be all right. When I get up there, whew, Chris is going to get uh, that's all I got to say. You make sure you have all that stuff not clean. I don't want you to clean it. I want you to put all that other that you said that you found in his pocket. You put all that in the bag. Because Chris is, would you, would I don't you, know who the would you, would you, he think he's with. Okay, Mr. Tamika, would you like for me to call Chris? I don't and, want and, you. And, and, no, 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 no. Look, Bobby, I don't want you to no, call No, 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 man, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. My name is Brad.
Brad. I'm Brad. I don't give a damn what your name is, sir. I really don't. Okay? Because Chris is going to get up. You just put everything in the bag, sir, like I had asked you to. I am on my way down there. And Chris, mm-mm. No, this ain't going down this way. We just renewed our vows. And matter of fact, don't condoms come in threes. And you up there talking about there's two left? What the now, I'm not understanding. I know how to do my math. Okay? Chris is going to get Okay. When uh, he get home tonight. Here's, here's something else in the pocket, too. There's a note in here. A note? What does it say? Okay, man, I, I, you know what? This has gotten way way out of hand. I don't want to. I don't want to. Out of hand, and you need to quit telling me every that's in his pocket. Would you read that to me? Matter of fact, I want that in the bag, too. Okay. The more evidence I have, the better off it's going to be for me. Because I'm going to kiss up. What did the note say? The note says, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your husband, Chris, got me to play phone call you. was going to die tonight. I was, we was going to have a barbecue in his honor. Do you hear me, Tommy? Do you hear me? Oh, my God, Chris. I don't believe this is to me. Already out. Oh, my God. Oh, oh man. Tommy. Hey, baby, let me ask you this. So what's, the, what's the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Like Come on much. now. Boy, I, I felt so much for her. Mm. Way down oh. deep. Mm. Yes, her mm. voice changed. It yeah. all the... Yeah. <laughs> took all her breath away when you said that. Yeah. Uh, but she was ready to whoop his behind, though. Mm. Oh, it was yeah. ready. It, it was, it was yeah. on. She was through. Yeah, she was. She At caught her breath. Through. And then she... Yeah. <laughs> Right yeah, she was hurt, though. Yeah, she was. <laughs> oh, she you was can crushed. hear it in her voice, Steve. Yeah. I make myself proud. I'll make all these notes, Junior. <laughs> yeah, I'll make yourself proud. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's Isn't a new that crazy right to there. say, Junior? Yeah. Yeah, that's real stupid right there. That's yeah. what you do. Yeah. Well, let's do this, Junior. When I, when I drop, when I make somebody heart drop, I make myself proud. Oh, okay. gosh. I make myself proud. Oh, he had oh, you down God. yesterday, man. <laughs> Did he? That's my, that's my other personality. That's my. That's me. <laughs> all right, th- all right, guys. Thank you, Tommy. Coming up next, strawberry letter subject is my husband openly cheating on me. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle, too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, work and workout. I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex, FLX. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort ready for wherever the day takes you. And you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials. So you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. 
Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, please, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. That's steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Um, We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, is my husband openly cheating on me? Excuse me. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for 15 years, and my husband is an associate pastor. He has office hours at the church, and the church secretary is there from 9 to 5 p.m. I started working part-time because I wanted to buy new furniture. I work in an artsy area of town at a craft store, and there are several restaurants in the area. On two separate occasions, my husband called me and... uh, he, he called to say that he'd be in the area having lunch with some people from church. Both times, I found the receipts, and only two people had lunch and alcohol. I never said anything to him. Then our church sponsored a community fundraiser for students headed to college. I couldn't go because I had to work. My husband said he was going with the church secretary so she wouldn't be out alone at night. After that, I began to watch his actions more closely. I noticed that he started checking his cell phone more often and would smile when he read his messages. All of a sudden, he slept uh, with his phone <laughs> with his phone off at night and on the dresser instead of on his nightstand. Last week, I did something crazy when my husband called to tell me he was in my area for lunch. I left work and uh, rode around until I found his car. He was at a Mexican restaurant, and I walked in and found him sitting with the church secretary. She told him, I'll handle this. She told me that I should be ashamed for being so insecure that I would walk uh, walk up on them as though I didn't trust my husband. She was so good that uh, she almost made me believe her. My husband Mm. denied doing anything wrong, and now he's very upset with me. Uh, I don't have any proof of an affair, so should I let it go or keep an eye on them? Hmm. I got to tell you this. You got to trust your instincts. You have to trust your instincts, girl. You you have a feeling what's going on. You saw the receipts for yourself. First, he lied and told you he would be lunching with a group of people. Then you found out it was only two people, him and her, the church secretary. Uh, then he said he was going to the church fundraiser when you couldn't go because you had to work. He said he was going to the church fundraiser with the secretary so she wouldn't be out alone at night. So when is it his responsibility to take care of her? You're his wife. Um, Now he's monitoring his phone and, you know, doing all of that sort of thing, sleeping with it at night. It used to be on the nightstand. Now he's turning in. All these are suspicious actions by your husband. His behavior has changed. Um, Then you go and catch them at lunch uh, together. And then she gets up in your face, his wife, And he let her. All very strange happenings. This should never happen. That's your husband. He should have been the one saying, let me handle this. And he should have checked her for doing that. Uh, What more proof do you need? That's what I'm asking you. What more proof do you need? Uh, You know what's going on here. They're doing something. They're lunching together. He's making sure she gets home. I mean, you know, it's beyond being a gentleman. It's beyond that at this point. She tried to trick you and knock you off your game, you know, telling you when she got in 
in your face saying you didn't trust your husband and all that. Uh, and then you came to your senses and didn't fall for it. Your husband is out of order. You have the proof. Uh, and, and the question to you is, what are you going to do about it? Steve? Is my husband openly cheating on me? I'm going to read this letter. And I'm telling you as I'm reading this letter, I'm going to lie to you for the entire reading. Oh, my God. I'm going to love this, right? Because I love your lies. You yeah, I'm going to lie to you. I'm going to dissect this letter okay. as the mm-hmm. lie that mm-hmm. you've been hearing. Come mm-hmm. on, lie detector. I love Dear it. Dear Steve and Shirley, mm-hmm. my wife and I been married 15 years. This the dude now. Mm-hmm. And I'm an associate pastor, so right there, Steve, I mean, I ought to get some points for that. I am the associate pastor. Uh, I work hard for the Lord, and I got a church secretary. Now, you know how church secretaries look, dog. And she there from 9, 8 to 9, 5 p.m. Them, them regular hours. Mm-hmm. Everybody got them hours right there, so what's wrong? Mm-hmm. And then my wife, she want she want everything, you know, want some damn furniture and all that. So she gonna start working part time, you know, embarrassing me as a man. Like my efforts as a man ain't strong enough for yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I work downtown, you know, in this Aussie area town, and you know, and, you know, I'm handling my business over there by the church, and it's a lot of restaurants in the area. Mm-hmm. And on two different occasions, just two, now one, two, see, one, two, <laughs> one and two. Uh-huh. I called my wife uh-huh. and I told her I was going to be in the area that she work at. Who do that if they messing around? Uh-huh. Who tell their wife where they going to be? Uh-huh. I told her I'm going to be in the area and I'm having lunch with some people. Guess what? Church people. Because <laughs> I ain't got no time to stray outside the flock. I am the associate pastor. Mm-hmm. And then she gonna go through my stuff and find some receipts and come talking about, it was only two people you had lunch. I said people. <laughs> <laughs> two, two, two ain't people. All right, hold that, uh, Mr. Pastor. If it was sir. just me, I'd have said I. I said people. Uh, we're gonna have part two of she your tripping. response. Steve, coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject is my husband openly cheating on me. Uh, We'll get part two of Steve's response coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Is my husband openly cheating on me? So, as I said earlier, I've decided to read this letter as the man And we're loving it the entire letter. So I want you to break you down, you know. Uh, so I read it. Instead of the lady writing the letter, I'm responding to the letter as I'm reading it as a man, you know. I've been married to this woman 15 long years, and I'm an associate pastor right there. I ought to get some points for that, right, Steve? You know, I work down at the church hard, and I got a sec- church secretary. You know what secretary look like at a church? I don't well, I'm, 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 I, I got to sit around her from nine to five all damn day. So then my wife want everything. You know, she ain't happy with me as a man and what I'm making. So she gonna go get a part time job cause she wants some new damn furniture. And we, we sitting around the church all the time. What we need new furniture for? <laughs> 
And then my work, my wife worked down in the artsy part of town, right? You know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. at this craft store. And uh-huh. it's a lot of nice restaurants down there that I like to go to. Right. So on two separate occasions, count them, Steve, one, two, both times. <laughs> what? I'm going down there. And I told her, I called her myself. I said, hey, baby, I'm going to be having lunch in the area just to let you know. And I'm going to be having some some lunch. Who do that if they cheat? Yeah. And then I told her I was going to have some, some lunch with some people, church people, because that's all I'm around. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then she going to find the receipts and then tripping, talking about only two people was at lunch. Uh-huh. I said, people. <laughs> two is pe- two ain't a person. Associate <laughs> <laughs> pastor trying to help save souls, and I'm down here trying to save some souls, and she looking at receipts talking about it was two people. And then our church, you know, they had a community fundraiser for students that was going to college. You know, I love the kids, you know, uh-huh. and I could she couldn't go. Because she had to work at the part-time store trying to get some more damn furniture. Greed. Uh, Greed. Greed. Okay. 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 So then I told my wife, I told her, I'm going to go to the fundraiser with the church secretary so she ain't got to be out alone at night. Aw, that's so sweet. The Lord told me. Mm. Mm. That these oh. things that you do unto the least of these, mm. so have you done unto me. Mm. So now I'm trying to make sure sister get home safe so don't nothing happen to her. And then after that, she gonna start checking on me close like she got something on me. I told her. <laughs> at night. Yeah, you. <laughs> at night all the time. People commit suicide at night. I gotta answer these phones. <laughs> And then she come tripping, talking about I'm reading some text and smiling. Everybody ain't trying to kill themselves. Oh, Steve. Some people call and say, hey, Pastor, what's up, yeah. man? And I just smile, you know. Mm-hmm. Then uh, she come talking about I sleep with my phone on the nightstand and not on the dresser because I don't want it to go off and disturb her. Oh, so right. I put it over there on the dresser so oh. it'd be far away because she needs sleep, you know. That's so thoughtful. And then, uh, and then uh, last week, she did something crazy. I called her again, tell her I was going to the air for lunch. Who, who do that if they cheat? Then she going to leave her job, ride around, see my car. I'm in a Mexican restaurant. That's another thing. Who cheat in a Mexican restaurant? That's a lot of places to cheat. Who do that? That's good. Just eating. out with it. Just out <laughs> with good it. Margaritas. That's good. Yeah, right. Why would I cheat down there? All that. Good. You don't go to a Mexican restaurant to cheat. The food do damn good. You right. <laughs> eat nachos. You cheat at you cheat at fast food. You don't <laughs> cheat at restaurant. <laughs> so now I'm down at the restaurant. She walk in, mm. and then gonna come. I'm sitting there with the church secretary, the people. I told her I was going to dinner with people. And I'm sitting there with the people. Guess what? She worked at the church. Steve, you know how these church secretaries look. <laughs> and then my secretary said, hold on, I'll handle this. I said, man, whoo, thank you, Lord. Because, you know, I ain't want to make no scene because, you know, I'm associate pastor. Mm-hmm. So right. then she told the wife, you know, as she should. Oh. 
You ought to be shame of yourself. As she should. This man down here saving souls. And for you to be so insecure and walk up as though you don't trust him. He's a man of God. And then I and the girl was talking. It was good because I, I damn near believed it myself. You know, that's how Very convincing. She made me believe. Her. I was like, Woo, that's a, that's she got game. Going. Speak for me. <laughs> Speak for and me. And then so I told her I denied doing any wrong. Mm-hmm. And now my wife upset with me. She ain't got no proof of no affair. The secretary told her she ought to be shamed. She handled it. She got yeah. receipts. Yeah. <laughs> So now my wife want to know if she ought to keep an eye on me when I'm out here in plain sight at Mexican restaurants talking to my secretary about these business and she want to keep an eye on me. For what? <laughs> Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter. Thank you, Steve. At Fine Steve people need Jesus, too. <laughs> yeah. Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. All these Facebook. men hitting on her. She need to just sit with somebody want to eat. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, our girl from the talk, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce our girl from the talk. Cheryl Underwood. That's what I'm talking about, Steve Harvey. Listen, I have questions. So this time, instead of me being so aggressively strident, Carla Pharrell's, you what? know, because I know what I said I was going to talk about last time, but you know, there's a lot of time, water on the bridge, everything. So, this is what I want to talk about. First mm. of all, let's start with Juneteenth. That need to be a federal holiday. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It really yes, needs sure to be a federal am. holiday. But yeah. I got a question, Tommy, uh, Juniors, everybody. Do mm. we celebrate or do we commemorate? Which one are we doing now? Oh, yeah. Mm. Good good question. Mm. Yeah, which one are we doing? A mm. uh, little bit of both? Well, okay. Hi, well, I understand. First of all, this is where it went left for me. First of all, the 13th, 14th Amendment, Free to Slave, Emancipation Proclamation announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you live in Kansas, Texas, Oklahoma, you didn't hear it till Juneteenth, which that means you was in uh, slavery for two more years. Oh, so are we years. celebrating that we found out two years later we were still working? Or are we commemorating mm-hmm. the fraud? The fraud. Okay, go ahead, Tommy, 13X. What happened? <laughs> I love it, 13X. Yeah, go ahead, Tommy. What you yeah. thinking? What you think, Tommy? I don't know. I don't think we should celebrate that two year we had two more years to be slaves. I don't think that's a celebration. You sure? Texas. You all right? You sure? You all right? Yeah. You yeah. all right? So I look at it differently. I mean, okay. did somebody so, come? Did somebody come by here on a horse saying we got good news? We'll be back in a couple of days. No. And never came back. What happened? Yeah, yeah. That's that's see that's what I'm trying to figure out. Sure, describe it. So a day of service like the King holiday. Yeah, and commemorate. We got to mm-hmm. m- make sure that they remember. Just like they remember what they done to other people, the Japanese, the Jewish people, mm-hmm. uh, what they did to the Indians. You got to remember what you did to us so you'll never, ever, 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 ever do it again. So that's Absolutely. why I'm trying to figure out, are we going to be commemorative? Sister. That's right. It's got to be a federal holiday. Now, here's another question. Ready? Okay. Here's another mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. Um, so they getting rid of all the racial stereotype of the breakfast. What took mm-hmm. you so damn long? Everybody know Aunt Mama's uh, was right. the, was stereotypical, but mm-hmm. also uh, the lady that they based it on, what her name was, Nancy Green? Yeah. She was born mm-hmm. in slavery, but you ain't put mm-hmm. that on your little website, you know, to <laughs> say that. Now you're finally going to get uh, Uncle Ben, okay? So you done mm-hmm. took him off the rice and everything. Now, what is Mrs. Butterworth? Can somebody explain to me That's what, what Steve is was she? asking. 
Because she was in the commercial. Wasn't she in the commercial dancing with Colonel Sanders? Uh-huh. Yeah. They used to date each other. Yeah, so that's. Only, sal- they was an interracial couple. That's what I. Steve Harvey. <laughs> Steve Harvey, son of a gun. That's what I. That's just throwing what I, that out there. Listen to me. That's why I was. So, are we bringing us together? Or are we. What's happening? You know, can we step on that side of the. Can I put cream in my coffee? Can I tell you what? See, what? when Colonel Sanders and uh, Angel Mama was dating, yeah. that's when uh, Cream of Wheat was born. Ow! Oh, 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 I didn't know that. <laughs> Thank you, Cheryl Underwood. Coming up. <laughs> we got Carla with Reality Update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, Talking AT&T. We all want to be heard, and when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados, then you get the sandwich, nothing, nada, zip. Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. All right, Tommy, let's go. Let's get to it. It's that time, Carla Farrell, with what? Reality update. All right, here we go, nephew. Just a little bit. I know we've been dealing with a lot of heavy stuff, but Mm -hmm. I just got a little bit of reality news to report. Eva Marcel, our girl Eva, is leaving the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Only after two seasons. I don't know. I don't know. You know, as a cast member on the show, Eva, she has been through a lot. She got married to her mm-hmm. husband. She had a baby. She mm-hmm. got a new house. New house but yeah. yeah, she released a statement saying, in part, I believe that what I hope to accomplish for the culture and community will be better served by focusing on other opportunities. So Eva is leaving uh, the show. Y'all are not, y'all are not here for the culture. That's well, that what ain't what the see. housewives is for. <laughs> and you know, culture. You yeah. <laughs> y'all hate and fight each other every Friday. Um, oh my goodness! And you know, come on Sunday, Steve. Huh? They come on Sundays. Yeah, yeah. yeah they come yeah. on Sunday, but they meet on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a damn when you ask. <laughs> the taping went down. Huh? Uh-huh. One of them opened the stove, the other one come to the stove, turn over something at the stove. <laughs> then somebody don't go to the stove, then release a video <laughs> talking about the damn stove. And then they go on the a only trip. Only one got real money, Candy. <laughs> candy mm, yeah. is okay. doing her thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, Eva, she had beef with Nene, you know, during mm-hmm. the season. That's she why she gone. Porsche. Everybody's scared of Nene. Yeah, she yeah, had Portia. a Portia. Portia, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. So we'll see what's going on with Eva. And uh, 
let's move on. You know, I got this keeping it real files. I got this I want to include in my segment. So check this out. Do y'all remember this viral video of this woman who was singing? She got arrested or she was being <laughs> yeah. detained. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah, remember this? To lose your yeah, yeah, take a look. Lose your job. Why are you detaining me? You about to lose your job. You, you, you about to lose your job. Get this thing. You about to lose your job. Because you are detaining me for nothing. And you're telling me for nothing. And you about to lose your, your, your job. You ain't even got no job. Because you're trying to. You about to lose your job. You about to lose your job. You about to lose So everybody saw this cute. video. It was mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. Well, going viral might not be a bad thing. Y'all know the security officer that was detaining the lady in the video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His name is Julius. And this security guard, he has gotten up. He's received a whole bunch of job offers because people he, he said that. almost bust laughing, Yeah, he, but, he but they said, that that's what happened, Tommy. A lot of people are saying that he kept his professionalism mm-hmm. in right. the video. So he's had job offers for security companies in Los Angeles. <laughs> Top being a bodyguard. Wow. <laughs> Top fighting world, Craig. Yeah, yep, yep. A bodyguard in Atlanta. So there you go. Going viral was not a bad thing for Julie. That was a strip club outside uh-huh. of uh, South Carolina. Oh, okay. So there you go with that. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> okay, we love her. You and so finally, let me tell you this. Kylie Jenner and Stormy, they posed for this uh, Who is Vogue. Stormy, Stormy is her baby, her daughter. Oh, I'm sorry. It's so cute. They did a little photo shoot for Vogue Czechoslovakia. (laughs) That was not a crack. So I thought Stormy was, you know, the the one, the president. No, not Stormy. That's Stormy Daniels. 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 Well, you didn't say no last names. You just said Kylie, and I know who Kylie is. We I apologize for that being a lady's baby. That's not <laughs> what it is. I'm so apologetic. Oh I love God. the Jenner family. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, not the Jenner family, the Kardashians. <laughs> How are you making it work? I didn't know, because it ain't the Jenners no more. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know what to call it. I just like Kylie and Chris and Stop all of them. And, and Kanye wife and Kanye. Coming I like all the girls. More trending topics and headlines at 20 know. minutes after the, the hour. Jenner family i didn't Stop know talking. <laughs> we'll be back right after your job. Job. you're listening to the steve harvey morning show some trending viral news guys officer karen crying out about her lost food order in mcdonald's uh did you see that uh, man she, so was she trying to say that someone would tamper with her order in a drive-thru in Georgia? And, and a lot of people are questioning her mental health because she broke down, get this, over a McMuffin and hash yeah, no, browns No, no and really, coffee. really. She has to be taken off the force. Yeah, this is what we're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see the brother that takes these videos and while they talk and he's, he's next to the video observing the video? Yeah, he yeah. narrates what he thinks. Uh, man, that dude's so funny to me. Yes. He was looking at her while she was break, breaking down, cracking over this McMuffin. Yeah, and, and these people carry firearms, Steve. I mean, this is a serious situation here. Should be, yep. She should not be allowed to carry a firearm. Um, earlier this week, three New York police officers claimed that uh, they had been served tainted milk milkshakes at a Manhattan Shake Shack. 
So that's so, her. Yeah. Mm, that's her thinking, I guess. She's worried about that. But you mm-hmm. up here crying. You crying over this breakfast and this coffee and this hash brown. Yeah. <laughs> you, it's you too much. To you you gotta go. Michael Jordan got lunch. a poison pizza the night of the finals in uh, uh in uh Utah. Utah. And he went out what? and played. And played the game. Dropped mm-hmm. 35. Mm-hmm. Yes, he yeah. did. Uh, Don't eat right. the Mac Muffin. You'll be all right. Coming up, <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, we all know that Pepsi announced it is retiring the 130-year-old Aunt Jemima brand and logo. Uh, Pepsi, Pepsi make Aunt Jemima? Pepsi make that? Yeah, Pepsi Pepsi Co. Co. I didn't know uh-huh. that. PepsiCo. Quaker Pepsi- Oats and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pepsi announced they're working to make progress toward racial equality through several initiatives and take a hard look at their brand's portfolio. Wow. About time. Uncle Ben's is also changing its brand identity. Uncle Ben's picture is a beloved chef from Chicago. I didn't know that. However, the the, uh, imagery evokes a servant title that white Southerners once used uh, and an uncle for older blacks because they refused to say Mr. and Mrs. And then finally, Mrs. Butterworth says it would conduct a whole branding and packaging review. So there you go. So Miss Butterworth is changing too? Mrs. Butterworth, Mrs. Butterworth, uh, Uncle Ben's, and Aunt Jemima. Now, the Aunt Jemima. Mm-hmm. I understand that one. I understand that one. The Miss Butterworth, I didn't never feel no kind of way about that. But I'm just going to tell you right now, if you take Uncle Ben off the rice, I'm not buying another damn box of it. Wow. You want Uncle Ben on there? No. Uncle Ben ain't making no money. Man, it's gonna be river rice or something like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Riley rice. Well, I'm not buying it. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh. And yeah. what, did they say what name they gonna change? Ain't your mama too? No, Reese's they're if it ain't at your mama, what is gonna be? They're re- yeah. they're reviewing everything now, so yeah. we'll know. Not, it's gonna I'm be Aunt eating. Claire. <laughs> we'll know when they repackage and rebrand. Cause I'm not mm. ready for log cabin yet. Oh, log cabin huh? syrup. Oh, that log cabin syrup. I'm not putting that on my pancake. No, I ain't changing to that. No. I used to eat that when I was little. So they're going to take Jemima. off the Miss Butterworth, Angel uh-huh. Mama. Angel Mama, I don't know. She the syrup, like the, the pancakes, she everything. What if, yeah, she I didn't like the, 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 the ribbon on your head, the knot in the front. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But then the they scarf. they took that, yeah. And yeah, then they, they, they did her hair. She had a nice walk. He said, yeah. I ain't like the oh, ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> they took that away five years ago. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got her hair tied up like she Tupac. <laughs> but it used to be like that, yeah. But yeah, then they they took her hair time. down and and gave her a nice hair, a nice do. I wonder if the Colonel knows Aunt Jemima. Nice bond. You think them two know each other? Well, that's a whole another story. <laughs> that's, that's a whole another. That's yeah. another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because because you, you stole that chicken. We okay, do know that. Yeah. I'm a great southern yeah, man. I've been making mm-hmm. chicken. My that was chicken his- is my life. His maid, right? He stole the maid's, re- the cook's recipe. I did not steal mm. the recipe. <laughs> These seven spices, I've known this for a long, t- long time. Coming up, it's our last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. And we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only. I like that one. I like that I one. love that one. It was kind of <laughs> smooth. Good. Yeah, kind of cool. Closing remarks coming up. From the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care, and even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Healthcare is backwards. Luckily, there's Forward, a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards healthcare and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day. You know, uh, <laughs> these days, yeah. I tell you. My closing yeah. remarks have just been off the top of my head and because I have so much to think about and mm-hmm. say. And this is all I want to say in closing today. I hope that the one of that one of the things that comes out of all of this pulling back the curtain on racism, finally people seeing the videos that we see and seeing what we see in them. Mm-hmm. The thing that I'm hoping comes out of this that I think would be the easiest to do is simply duplicate the laws that we have for civilians and put them in place for our policemen. It only makes sense. It's the law that we have to obey. Why shouldn't it be the law that they have to obey? Mandatory sentencing for police officers who break civil laws. It seems so easy to me. It's almost to me a no-brainer. And I think, and I, I don't know how to get it done, but I'm, I'm gonna do my best to make my voice heard on this issue because this is an important issue. If police officers were held to the same accountability as us civilians, that would that would that would register in such a big way. Example, I'm a black man, Junior and Tommy. Okay, we're here today as black men. Mm-hmm. We know that if we shoot somebody unarmed, we already know we're going to jail. We're done. We're done. And Lord have mercy if we shoot a white person. We're going to get the maximum sentence. We know this. Every black person know this. It's called mandatory sentencing, and we're going to get the maximum. We've had to deal with that since we got here. The maximum penalty is always administered to people of color. So let me say this. If a white person kills another white person, they know if that white person was unarmed, that white person for killing the other white person is going to probably do some time. Because we have laws in this country. So all I'm saying is, why not have those same laws 
just apply to the people who are sworn to serve and protect and uphold that very law. See, you can't have these people in a position to administer and uphold the law and have the ability to break it at the same time. This is not the way of justice. And let me say this. Somebody pointed this out to me that made so much sense. Matter of fact, it was Kimberly Jones. It takes longer to get a barber's license than it does to become a police officer. And all you doing is cutting somebody hair. Hmm. You get a you get a badge, you get a can of mace, you get a baton, you get handcuffs, and you get a lethal weapon. And you can become a police officer before you can become a barber. What? Are you kidding me? So the things that have to happen, what should have happened in this bill that this president signed was we have to have our police officers in training longer. We have to intensify the black, excuse me, we have to intensify the background check. And then once you become a police officer and you take the oath to serve and protect, you also have to take an oath with your right hand that you are going to obey the law. If you break the law, you have mandatory sentencing just like a civilian. If your partner does not show any way of stopping you or fixes his police report to 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 say what you wanted to say so you can appear to be a little bit more innocent, then that's called aiding and abetting. He does time for that too. See, this is not a stretch. We're not asking you to make police officers be something else. But because you go to an academy for 21 weeks and you get a badge, a gun, some mace, a stick, and some cuffs does not give you the power to decide if I die today. You don't have the right to decide if I die today because my skin color don't match yours. And you have this feeling of superiority that you have the right to be more than I am because you are white. Them days is done. Them days is done. And my hat off to these young lions that's out here roaring. Hats off to you. Keep demonstrating. Keep protesting. Now, I'm starting to feel less and less about these buildings, just like you feel less and less about these lives. Wow. Thank you, Steve. Amen, brother. Yeah. Hey, hey, listen, Steve, don't forget something very special uh, tomorrow, or kicks off today, I should say, your mentoring cap for young men. Um, you're having to do it virtually this year. From 10 a.m. to 10.30 a.m., you have Manhood 101. Uh, this is where you open up the 2020 mentoring camp with dialogue. You do a Q&A with our young men, and everybody looks forward to that. And uh, this is going to be a great one, another great mentoring camp. And you always and do we it had to do it, uh, of course, Zoom mm-hmm. and virtual because yeah. we can't bring 300 boys and put them in Person. bunks two feet apart. Right. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. Just, just couldn't do it this year. But we have some great sponsors, and thank all of our sponsors for hanging with us and understand this is a 2020 is different. Yeah, it is. It's on, different. Thank man. you, so, Steve. And thank, thank you. all y'all for y'all support for the Steve oh. Marjorie Harvey uh, Foundation. We in the changing young people's lives business, and we're gonna do that in spite of what the country's doing. You're just gonna keep it going. Thank you. So thank Amen. You. Amen. <laughs> Reserve.
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open Signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 